Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So today is Are You Okay Day? And I wanted to weigh in and just open up a little bit of a conversation. So please understand that as always, well, hopefully it's my greatest um, hope that you don't find typical conversations on this podcast. (laughs) So I was about to say, as always, this won't be your typical conversation around Are You Okay Day? But I really, so, you know, I really hope that this place, this podcast is a space that is not typical, you know, and if it is typical, tell me, let me shake it up. So I want to have a conversation about Are You Okay Day? And not so much about Are You Okay Day, but, you know, let's lean into the topic of mental health and, let me first share with you that oh, how vulnerable are we going to go to now today? All in, right? Mental health is something that has rocked out that my immediate family, the family that I have created for myself so deeply. Um, it has also placed the family that I came from and the family that my husband came from. So both of us have um, lost family members to suicide. And both my husband and I have struggled with mental health issues in the past. Now, I still feel a bit of a lump in my throat when I say that because there is still taboo around mental health, right? As much as we create days like Are You Okay Day and, um, you know, and there's so much campaigns and, and ways in which to speak about it and all that kind of stuff. And there is a push and it's great and it's coming a long way. But what we're also seeing is that so many people have mental health issues now versus you know, 10 years ago. And that's not simply because more people are talking about it. That is because life is more stressful than ever for so many people, right? So one of the biggest reasons, and this is, you know, led by spirit, it's not just a personal opinion of mine. One of the massive reasons that we have mental health issues are that we do not live as we are intended to. So I sat down with one of my closest friends. I haven't seen her for such a long time, but um, she came over yesterday. She popped over and we just had a chat. Like we just talked for a couple of hours. It wasn't a deep and meaningful talk. It was like, what's going on with your kids? Oh my God, my daughter's doing the same. Oh my God, thank God you said that because Arby's been saying the same thing. And I was wondering what the hell is going on with my child. And then, you know, to have someone relate to you about something that's taking space in your head, you know, whether it be about your kid, whether it be about yourself as a parent, whether it be about something else, is the most fucking powerful medicine in the world. Now, this friend of mine, we've known each other for 20 years, I think. God, that makes me feel so old when I say that. And we live within a four-minute drive, but we haven't seen each other for like probably nine months. We haven't sat down and had a conversation for maybe longer than that. And that's not due to lack of love. That is literally due to overcommitment, right? So as humans, and I myself have slowed down my life so much, but I still struggle to find the time to do that. Now, if you look at the way that we used to live, and I guess the way that we are intended, we were as humans intended to live, we are supposed to be sitting with other women who are raising their children 
every single fucking day. But instead, we have to go to work and we have to make money to survive. And our children are in school and we're living these really fucking separate lives. Now, this is not me sitting here talking shit about people who who, who have to do that, who have to work full time and their kids have to go to school because I absolutely understand that that is such a fucking reality for so many people right now. Like things are so tough. But we've been conditioned to live separate lives. And I'm not just talking myself and my beautiful friend. I'm talking humans as a society. We have segregated ourselves from the people that we care about. We have, you know, we might be working in an office with other people, but how many times are we told, you know, you keep a shit at home and, (laughs) you know, like you don't bring your stuff to work, which is fair. It's It's a professional space. But particularly women are not having the opportunity to sit with each other and chat. Now, you know, which is why there's such a need for women's circles and and the beauty that is ceremony and all of that. But going to a women's circle once a month does not defeat the loneliness that many women are feeling on a day-to-day basis, on a day-to-day basis. You know, um, and some of, you know, some some of the things that our kids come up with and they feel so big and we feel like, oh, my God, am I getting this wrong? Wow, this is a huge issue. And then to speak with another mum who goes, oh, my God, my kids are the exact same thing. <laughs> they're obviously learning about it at school and they're bringing it home and talking about it in a conversation. And we're like, wow. Again, you're still going to take whatever you need, whatever options necessary, you know, to to help your child. But you're not sitting there going, oh, my God, I'm the only one that's ever happened to you and I'm on my own and blah. Because aloneness, being alone is where mental health fucking festers. And, yes, I've been in situations where I'm surrounded by people and I feel so fucking lonely. Absolutely. But it's that disconnect from the heart space of another human. It's that disconnect from being open and vulnerable with another human. And it just, something is banging downstairs in my studio when I'm a little bit wondering what the fuck that is. I don't know. (laughs) I'm low-key freaking out a little bit because it's not windy today. Anyway, I'm digressing, but if you hear me scream, maybe maybe something will happen on on the podcast, right? (laughs) So anyway, what what I'm talking about is that one of the reasons I believe that we are struggling as humans with our mental health is because we are far more disconnected than we have ever been. Now, that is not because of social media. Social media is a way to keep us connected. I am so thankful for the voice note conversations that I get to have on social media. They really light up my soul. But when we look at how overscheduled our lives are as a whole, as a general thing to say about humanity, when we look at how much pressure we have, you know, just going back to my last podcast episode, you know, we're talking about, I'm talking about women and how we're raising our babies and we're still trying to do everything that we were doing before we had children and we're getting annoyed at ourselves when we can't, you know, there is just so much pressure on us to do it all, to have it all, to be it all. And it's, it's the same with men. And we're really not living in the way that we were intended to. Now, it's not as simple as going quit your job, move to the forest. Like, I mean, let's all do that, right? But how can we infuse some connection, some normality of connection, some 
proper vulnerable conversation? How can we be open about what we're going through if we are so busy? And to be honest with you, I don't have the answer. The only answer I can find right now for you and, you know, the only answer that, that spirit is feeding through for me right now is to slow the fuck down, right? But slowing down feels so scary when we feel like if we stop, we are going to fall even more behind. So if we stop to catch our breath, we're going to have to run faster. We're going to have to run harder because that's how we're being taught. That's what we're being shown from all areas. And I have been, and I still fall into that rat race often. Can't slow down yet. I've got so much to do. And it's like, hang on a moment. What are we fucking missing? You know, what do we expect from our mental health if we are racing to work and we're doing everything on the go and we're racing home or we're picking up the kids and we're cooking dinner and we're putting them in bed and we're rinsing, repeating and rinsing, repeating and rinsing, repeating. We do not have time to notice the miracles around us. We do not have time to soak in the pleasure of life. We're literally just on this hamster wheel of get it done, goalpost move, get it done, goalpost move, get it done, goalpost move. And, you know, there is so much joy to be found sometimes in achieving goals and, you know, discipline and routine and all that kind of thing. But there is almost, there is so much untapped pleasure in the slowness, in the slowness. And as I say, I know this, I teach this, I coach this. And I don't, I don't come from a place of privilege when I speak this to you. Now, when I say I don't come from a place of privilege, I always feel really guilty because in some ways I'm very, very privileged, right? I have had a beautiful upbringing. Um, I have a, a cute little home that's mine and there are some things, you know, where I'm going to acknowledge my privilege. But when I share this with you, I'm not a, I'm not a catered to housewife. <laughs> I don't have my bills paid for me. Um, I provide you know, and I'm in the same situation as most of you listening to me here, if not more responsibility on me for, for bringing money home. So I don't say this with a whole, like, you know, because I know that our defense or our default reaction to a woman saying, slow down and enjoy life and like indulge in pleasure is, that's easy for you to say. (laughs) That's our default reaction. That's easy for her to say. She's got an easier life than me, but easy for her. And I just want to say, choose, choose your easy, choose what's important to you, choose slowness. And often in our slowness is where we open up that opportunity for people to provide for us. So I guess this wasn't actually where the podcast was going today, but this is obviously what needed to come through, which is the slowness, like, which is what do we expect Of course, we're going to have mental health issues when we're living so far disconnected from our natural way of being. Of course, we're going to struggle when we're constantly racing and reaching and racing and reaching and racing and reaching and we're not noticing the beauty of the things around us. And it's not a simple matter now of slow down and notice everything and you'll be fine because we have to rewire our nervous systems to be safe in slowness. But here's a few things that have really helped me when I've been in in struggle uh, with my mental health is vulnerable conversations. I mean, I talk about them so much on this potty that you're probably so sick of hearing about them, but vulnerable conversations, like telling the truth really opens and unlocks the door for someone else to tell the truth to, for someone else to go, thank fuck, it's not just me. Oh my God, thank you for sharing that because I thought that I was the only one in the world that was feeling that way. So telling the truth. Um, I still, and this is something I work on, preach, teach, do rituals around is helping women receive, right? 
So we are sharing the load of, oh, sorry, we are taking on the full load of what we once shared completely in community, in tribe, right? We wonder why we're tired because we're also working and doing all the things as well. Being able to receive or being able to ask or delegate is game-changing when it comes to your mental health. Now, there's a couple of things that step out, you really stand out as to, you know, if you know someone who's struggling with their mental health or you have an inkling that they're struggling with their mental health, these are things that have been really helpful for me to receive um, and really helpful for me to witness people close to me receiving when they're struggling. And that is like just showing up. So when I feel shit, it is human nature for all of us just to recluse, just to be like, I'm not going, I don't want to be a burden. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell them about my problems. I feel like I'm whinging. I feel like I'm burdening them. But sometimes just the gentle offloading of an issue can be so powerful in moving forward from it. So sharing, um, opening up that space. But, you know, as a helper, as someone checking in on someone, what I would say is so, so helpful and what I know to be so, so helpful is just show up because, you know, you'll I'll get a message from someone being like, hey, I'm worried about you. Do you want to catch up? And um, I just want to reply. Or I'll reply later and be like, sorry, just saw my phone. And really, I just felt like I wasn't worthy of human connection in that moment. And so there's beautiful friends of mine that will just rock up and be like, I bought your lunch. I bought your lunch. Thought you might be hungry. And it doesn't have to be a big issue. And, you know, you get that. I got that overwhelmed shame of like, oh, my God, I'm wearing my husband's T-shirt and the house is filthy and someone's just rocked up. They don't care that they're to provide love in that moment. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Kind of just giving them permission that if their house looks like this sometimes too, well, who gives a fuck, right? So that really stands out as something so helpful. One of the things that, one of the biggest things that I find really hard when I'm not okay, and thankfully that is much more rare now than it ever has been, is um, like anxiety around food, like preparing food and getting to that place of like being hungry and not knowing what I want to eat and then almost feeling like I'm not worthy of food. It's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy cycle. And again, this is something, this is a rarity these days, but I just wouldn't eat. So food is such a love language, you know, preparing a meal for someone or dropping off some sushi or, you know, is such a love language. It's such a like, Hey, I got you some groceries. And I'm feeling, if I'm really honest with you, I'm feeling shame talking into this on my podcast that I've created to be vulnerable (laughs) and open conversation. I'm feeling a little bit of shame around it. I'm feeling a little shame around sometimes I'm not okay. (laughs) Sometimes I can't feed myself. Um, My husband is is great and he will literally go, I think you're hungry. (laughs) Let's get you some food, you know. So um, having people around you that recognize, I guess, those cues as well because life is tough and we're all going through shit and we're all ascending as human beings and that means we go through shit to rise. But I guess sharing in, I feel like this podcast episode has been all over the place, Um, but, you know, just sharing that, hey, like, we all have these moments of unworthiness and we all have these moments of, fuck, I'm the only human being in the world who feels like this, who's going through this, who's having this particular problem right now. And I can't let anyone know about it because they're going to judge me differently. 
the minute you let someone know about it is the minute that you connect and is the minute that the walls come down and the minute you start to receive support and the minute you give them permission to receive support in the future. So, you know, coming back to having a casual cup of tea with your fucking friend. That's it. It doesn't have to be like we think, oh, my God, I need I need to feel my carb. I need a massage. I need this. I need that. Maybe you just need to go to your friend's house with the kids and sit there and talk shit for an hour. Maybe you just need some connection. I'm going to leave it there. I hope this episode is. <laughs> please, as always, reach out to me. If there's something with your, that you are struggling with, please reach out to me. It's something that I see within coaching so much is, you know, that that fight to be worthy that struggle to be worthy, that struggle to prove yourself, to achieve more, to be lovable. So number one thing I work on is you are worthy as you are without anything. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Bye.